0: My sermon today is entitled, Leaving a Legacy of Kindness. There's a popular song which says, I'd like to build the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honey bees and snow white turtle doves. I'd like to see the world for once all standing hand in hand and hear them echo through the hills for peace throughout the land. I wish the world was more like that, don't you? As we've entered a new year, it seems that the divisions within our society has grown within the last several years. The lack of civility in our politics has increased over several decades and even divisions within the church denominations, including our own, have created separations from the main body. Too often society or religious denominations have a way of dehumanizing people. Someone who is a different color or ethnic group, a different religion or no religion, or a different sexual orientation is often seen as a person of less or no value among some. We certainly have seen this in the history of our own country in its treatment of Native Americans, African Americans, women, Jews, Catholics, immigrants, and homosexuals. When we allow this dehumanization to happen, We fail to see our worth or the worth of others who are all a part of God's creation. I watch the national and international news every day, and unfortunately, a lot of it is discouraging. I wonder, for example, how the war in Ukraine is going to end. I pray for the people of Ukraine regularly and have financially supported relief efforts through our own church and through my local Rotary Club. However the war ends, Vladimir Putin will not leave a good legacy for himself when he finally departs from this world. What kind of legacy will each one of us leave? Sometimes tombstones tell something of a legacy of a person. Here are some examples of what I mean. In a cemetery in Tennessee, one tombstone had these words. He was a simple man who died of complications. One in Chattanooga said, I came into this world without my consent, and I left in the same manner. A dentist in Scotland left these words, stranger, Tread here with gravity, Dennis Brown is filling his last cavity. And this was found in Albany, New York. Harry Edsel Smith looked up the elevator shaft to see if the car was on its way down. It was. Another says, Here lies Lester Moore, four slugs from a forty four. No less, no more. And how about this one? Here lies Owen Moore, gone away, Owen Moore, than he could pay. My friends, today I want us to think about leaving a legacy of kindness. In our scripture lesson from Ephesians for today, we find these words. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Imitating God, just think of that. This is truly a bold statement and means putting our focus on the actions that flow from God's character revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. It is a grand gesture of love played out on the stage of creation for the instruction of the human community. Those who are baptized are called to be imitators of that action, not just in the sanctuaries that we find ourselves in, but on a global village and on the front lines of human relationships. Now, there are some people today who would respond to this teaching by thinking to themselves, What mush? That's too soft, too weak. Don't you know you have to be tough to survive in the real world? Kindness and compassion are for wimps, not for real life. Read the record, however, and you will discover that Jesus was no wimp, and he taught that we are to love our enemies. Neither was Saint Paul, who said in his letter to the Galatians that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yet these were people of courage. They knew how to stare both danger and death in the face. They stood up against injustice. Jesus confronted the money changers in the temple, and he was seen as a threat to Roman rule. Paul taught that the followers of Jesus Christ didn't have to follow the 613 commandments of the Judaism of his day, and he suffered for it. On the other hand, Jesus and Paul both knew that little was to be gained by escalating anger and malice into a more serious confrontation. They knew that if you live by an eye for an eye credo, it can only produce a downward spiral of revenge and resentment. We all need to learn from that. A clever preacher once compared life to, and faith to a garden. He said that in his garden, he would plant three rows of squash. Squash gossip, squash criticism, and squash indifference. Then he would plant three rows of lettuce. Let us be faithful, let us be unselfish, and let us love one another. Finally, he would add turnips. Turnip for church. Turn up with a smile. Turn up to serve others. My question for each of us this day is this. How about each one of us leaving a legacy of kindness? We probably all saw the news about the unfortunate cardiac arrest of Buffalo Bills football star Delmar Hamlin during the recent Bills-Bingles playoff game. It happened when Hamlin tackled a player from the Bengals team. A few days later, I heard from a news report that Hamlin was known for previously having created the Chasing Ems Foundation to use as a vehicle to bring lasting impact to his community. The foundation supports toy drives, back to school drives, kids camps, and more. It was initially established to support a toy drive for Hamlin's community, but since he suffered a cardiac arrest during the Monday night football game, contributions have soared to more than $8 million. The Ravens' safety, General Stone, who has known Hamlin since they competed against each other in youth football, is happy to see Hamlin's story inspire so much goodwill, which has brought the NFL fraternity together. I'm just praying for my man as much as possible, Ravens defensive end Callis Campbell said. Delmer seems like a really good kid. People I know who know him have said nothing but good things about him. Delmer Hamlin will not only later leave behind a legacy of being a great football star, but I believe more importantly, he will have been known as a kind, compassionate, and generous person. I am so glad along with millions of others that he's recovering from his injury. Did you know that leaving a legacy of kindness is even good for you in this life? This was brought home to me about a week ago when I saw Robert Waldinger and Mark Schultz being interviewed on a news broadcast. They are the authors of the new book just published entitled, The Good Life, Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study of Happiness. Dr. Robert Wallinger is a professor of psychiatry at the Harvard Medical School, and Mark Schultz is the associate director of the Harvard Study of Adult Development and the Sue Cardis PhD, 1971 Chair in Psychology at Bryn Mawr College. What they found after extensive research is that what makes life fulfilling and meaningful Our relationships. The stronger our relationships, the more likely we are to be happy, satisfying, and living overall healthier lives. In fact, the Harvard study of adult development reveals that the strength of our connections with others can predict the health of both our bodies and our brains as we go through life. The invaluable insights in this book emerge from the revealing personal stories of hundreds of participants in the Harvard study as they were followed year after year for their entire adult lives. And this wisdom is bolstered by research findings from this and many other studies. Relationships in all their forms, friendships, romantic partnerships, families, Co-workers, tennis players, book club members, Bible study groups, all contribute to a happier and a healthier life. And as their study shows, it's never too late to strengthen those relationships that you have and never too late to build new ones. You might be interested also to know that according to a survey conducted by the Pew Research Center, religious people tend to be happier and more civically engaged than non-believers or inactive church members. The survey data analyzed adults from 35 countries, including our own. Pew, Pew researchers observed how people identified with religion, as well as how often they attended religious services during each month. Then they compared the finding to those who were unaffiliated with a religious group or who weren't actively involved in their respective congregations. Here we see that faith and social connections build happier and more purposeful lives. Well, you might ask, what's all this got to do with kindness? The answer is quite simple. You don't build relationships and positive meanings in life by being rude, mean, or apathetic. True joy comes not in the accumulation of material possessions but in positive personal relationships and in good purposeful living. I know I've been truly blessed by my wife, children, grandchildren, and all the friends and people I've met in this congregation and others, as well as the other organizations of which I've been an active member. In trying to follow the teachings of Jesus, I know that I'm far from perfect. Yet I hope that when I depart this earth, I will have left a legacy of kindness. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. put it this way in a sermon he preached at Ebenezer Baptist Church. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. If I can do my duty as a Christian ought, if I can bring salvation to a world overwrought, if I can spread the message as the master taught, then my living will not be in vain. My friends, none of us are going to live in this world forever. And so the question of faith is this. What kind of legacy will we leave to those we have left behind? Will it be one of kindness, a God legacy? That is a legacy that continues to influence people's lives through God's love and grace throughout eternity because it describes the way a person in this life has kindly treated others as they walk the walk and talk the talk of faith. My friends, may we all leave a legacy of kindness. As one person said, if I can throw a single ray of light across a darkened pathway of another, if I can aid some soul to clear sight of life and duty and thus bless my brother, if I can wipe from any cheek a tear, I shall not have lived my life in vain while here. If I can guide some erring one to truth, inspire within his heart a sense of duty. If I can plant within my soul a rosy youth, a sense of right, a love of truth and beauty. If I can teach one man that God and heaven are near, I shall not then have lived in vain while here. If from my mind I banish doubt and fear and keep my life attuned to love and kindness, If I can scatter light and hope and cheer and help remove the curse of mental blindness, if I can make joy, more hope, less pain, I shall not live and love in vain. If by life's roadside I plant a tree beneath whose shade some wearied head may rest, though I may never share its beauty, I shall yet be truly blessed. Though no one knows my name, nor drops a flower upon my grave, I shall not have lived in vain while here. My friends, may it be so with each and every one of us. Amen.